You are now listening to the I Should Have Captained podcast. It is game week 14, and I'm glad I captained Mo Salah. getting ready for the midweek quickly going to recap this game week everything that happened and then of course there will be a preview for the weekend coming much later the biggest captain of the game week came through Mo Salah 15 points um the others who then joined him in terms of the best players of the game week Ronaldo Ronaldo with 13 points so Ronaldo 12.3 27% of the league owning him man I I mean, Arsenal essentially gifted him the game, right? Like Arsenal gifted him all those points. He had a tap-in and a penalty. Of course, because Ronaldo, he wasn't a big issue for a bunch of people going into the game because they're playing the Arsenal and what have you. But I think people just have Ronaldo because he is Ronaldo. And somehow I thought about bringing him in for game week 15 going forward. They've got Crystal Palace, Norwich, Brentford, Brighton, Newcastle, Burnley in their next seven to six games so nobody really in the top four or top five really we, we should say so they should be able to handle their business i brought in sancho preempting the arsenal game and of course he proceeded to give the assist to the assists that fred had so both assists that fred had sancho was the assist to both and if that doesn't tell you anything about fpl <laughs> i don't know what is you can spot something quickly and still not get rewarded for it. It just it just is. Anyways, let's recap the game week as we go along. Newcastle won. Norwich won the goal from Callum Wilson was a penalty. So a penalty saving him, giving him nine points. Priced at 7.4. They've got Burnley, Leicester, Liverpool, Man City, Manchester United in their next five over December. So I don't know if you want to do Callum Wilson right now or even Alan St. Maximan for that reason. I thought he was lively, but didn't contribute to the points. Northside, Timu Puki scoring again he's now got three goals in the last four so Timu Puki if you're considering him 5.9 they play Tottenham Manchester United Aston Villa West Ham in their next four Arsenal and Crystal Palace round out their December so again if you're looking for players attackers are not really doing the business so you might as well downgrade except if you want to have a few premiums like Ronaldo of course or Vardy you know feel free but if you're looking for cheap strikers I think this might be the place to go Puki is one Callum Wilson is another one of his Callum Wilson's fixtures are very, very difficult. The other thing I just want to quickly mention before we move to the next game, because this is December, there are going to be games coming quickly. So your bench needs to be strong. And if I had known what I know now, I would potentially have put Dennis in place of Tony as my starting bench striker, I guess, the first one coming off my bench because he got nine points. And that would have taken my week from having 65 points all the way to about 74 so those nine points could have done a lot, really. Um, James didn't play for me, so it is what it is. You know, you just move on. You count your L's and you take them as they come. Leeds won. Crystal Palace nailed the goal from Rafinha, a penalty in the last minute. Wiped away my Crystal Palace clean sheet. I was feeling very smug having just sold Rafinha for Jaden Sancho. And man, it was so close to, so close. I was like, uh, at least worst case, Rafinha won't score and I'll be all right, but... 
again, it's just the luck of the FPL, I guess. Crystal Palace, on the other hand, of course, Gallagher, I didn't like um, his position in the, in the game. Played a little too far back and also has now gotten his fourth yellow card. So one more yellow card and he is suspended um, before January. So he's got Manchester United, Everton, Southampton, Watford, Tottenham and Norwich for the rest of December. So I'm getting rid. I'm going to bring in Bernardo Silva, I think. Gallagher, don't get me wrong, I think he's still a fantastic player, fabulous player. I just think with the injury to MacArthur, moving him further back, it is not a good idea to have Gallagher for that reason. But again, you can hold hoping his position goes back to being, you know, in front of the midfield diamond and, you know, spearheading the attack. It could very well happen, but because he's a good player, he could also very well play at the back of the diamond. Anyways, on to the next game of the game week. We have Southampton 2, Leicester 2. Goals from Ben Nerick, Shea Adams. And on the Leicester side, Johnny Evans and James Madison. So James Madison now with back-to-back goals, back-to-back double-digit holes. Another player I, I really considered, um, but I, I, I just know, I don't know. I felt very differential playing Sancho. I mean, at the end of the day, what point is it playing FBL? You can have fun while you're doing it. Anyways, James Madison, 6.7. They've got Aston Villa, Newcastle, Tottenham, Everton next. So if you're bullish of James Madison, go for it. He's priced only 6.7. Southampton side, they certainly need to recover their season. They just took two, uh, they just took one drubbing at Liverpool. And so having scored two at Leicester and considering two, I guess that's all right. Southampton have Brighton, Arsenal, Crystal Palace, Brentford in the next four. West Ham and Tottenham finish out there December. So not too bad for Southampton. If you have Livermento, well, I think they could potentially have a clean sheet against Brighton, but they've got Arsenal and Crystal Palace after that. So Livermento could still be a good hold for now on that side. Vardy didn't look among the points at all, which was unfortunate, but it is what it is. I think Vardy will still do his thing. At least he played and there was a huge potential that he would be rested considering his age. So it is what it is. You move on if you have Vardy. I think he holds for the next couple of games. But if not, if you want to consider James Madison, I think he's really interested at 6.7. Watford 1, Chelsea 2. Emmanuel Dennis with the goal and also with three bonus points. That one hurt a lot because that was nine points I really, really could have used in this kind of game week where there weren't that many points um, everywhere, right? Like if you had the midfield trio of Jota, Salah, and maybe Bernardo then obviously had points. And if you added the try, you know, the additional fourth player of Rafinha, then surely you had points this week. But if you didn't, then, you know, obviously everybody captain Salah. So you're just looking for points everywhere else. Emmanuel Dennis, man, 5.4, just absolute value here. He has now returned in three games back to back. And I thought it was going to be the difficult run of fixtures for Watford. So I would avoid, but they've now scored at least Emmanuel Dennis has now scored against United, scored against Leicester, and now against Chelsea. And honestly, I cannot afford to rest him again against Manchester City. I just feel like having scored in three games straight, it is just disrespectful to see that kind of return and still bench him I, again. It, just, it, seems, it seems just weird. But that aside, if you do not have Dennis already, after the Manchester City game, you've got Brentford, Burnley, Crystal Palace, Wolves and West Ham in their December. So only two really tough fixtures. The City one coming up next and the West Ham game at the end of December. So everything else in the middle, I think Emmanuel Dennis is the one, 5.4. Wonderful striker, just bring, bring him in 
and leave him on your starting 11. I think you find a way to leave him in there. Chelsea side, I thought they should have had a clean sheet, but again, it is what it is. You play with your food, you get punished. Goals from Ziyech and Mason Mount. The assist from Mason Mount again, and Kai Havertz with another assist on the Chelsea side. Musa Sissoko with the assist for Watford. Sad to see that James is injured and out, so I am taking him out just so I can bolster up my midfield a little bit. Um, if you've seen my team, I've got Rudiger, I've got Trent Alexander-Arnold, I've also got Cancelo in my defence and Regulon, so I think I can afford to drop one of them in Rich James uh, to accommodate more midfielders and potentially a Ronaldo in game week 16 if I don't make it in 15. I've already lost four points, I don't think I'm going to do it. But I have very well could. Um, this was literally everything I was looking for. I thought if Kane didn't show up in the four games, I would switch out to Ronaldo in game week 15. But now I see there are more pressing needs for me with Bernardo. I think I just really like Bernardo a lot. And so I just feel like maybe I might do that first. And I have, in fact, done that first before coming back to Ronaldo. But again, Ronaldo, man, United's run just leaves, looks so, so good. I'll get back to that in a quick second. West Ham won, Brighton won. The goal from Suchek, assist from Fornals. On the Brighton side, goal from Neil Mope and assist from Tariq Lamptey at 4.4. So Lamptey now giving points again in three games straight as well. He had the clean sheet against Aston Villa, clean sheet at Leeds, and now an assist against West Ham. Brighton have Southampton, Tottenham, Wolves, Manchester United, Brentford, and Chelsea in their next December fixtures. West Ham, again, sad to see that Antonio has not scored at all in the last couple of games. West Ham have Chelsea next, Burnley, Arsenal, Norwich, Southampton, Watford in their December fixtures. So if you have Antonio, well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I think you want to keep holding. That's fine. I've already gotten rid. And I think Watkins is ahead of him in my own pecking order of players I want to get back in my team. Keep in mind, after the Chelsea game, their run of fixtures look very, very good. So I could essentially reconsider it again. <laughs> As always with FBL, you know, you, have, you make plans and things change. So I could very well reconsider it again once this Chelsea fixture is over. Wolves nil, Burnley nil, nothing to say here. Um, everybody kept clean sheets all around. Nothing out of the ordinary was noticed in this game. I think Burnley coming out of the rest, I thought they would have done better, but it is what it is. I think Wolves are also a very decent team. They just can't seem to find a way to play and score. Aston Villa won, Manchester City two. Wonder goal from Watkins, in my opinion, I think it was really, really good, but also from Manchester City. Diaz also with a good strike from outside the box. Really, really enjoyed that goal. Assists from Sterling and Jesus and Bernardo Silva, again, among the points. So it priced at 7.3. I think Manchester City's two best players have been Bernardo and Cancelo. So either one of the two, Portuguese connection, just saving Manchester altogether. Portuguese players are just rescuing Manchester. I think they just changed it to Little Portugal or something. But anyways, uh, Bernardo with a goal again. So he has now scored three in the last four games. Another double digits haul for him. That is three on the year uh, for Bernardo Silva. They've got a wonderful run of December fixtures, which could very well lean to rotation. But with Foden still seemingly injured and KDB coming back, we'll see how this pans out. So I'm going to test this Pep Roulette. And as you, you can't see me right now, but I'm doing the cross signal, just hoping that Pep Roulette doesn't go against me. They've got Watford, Wolves, Leeds, Newcastle, Leicester, and Brentford across December. I think that'd be easy pickings. I've already got Cancelo, so I've brought in Bernardo Silva. Uh, I thought they wouldn't dismantle Aston Villa, but still, 
nobody seems to be able to stop Manchester City. So it is what it is. I brought in Bernardo Silva, closed my eyes and just moved on. Only Watkins, I really, really like actually. They play Leicester next and then Liverpool. After that, it's Norwich, Burnley, Chelsea and Leeds across December. So two teams in the top three. The others very beatable from Aston Villa's perspective. I, I'm really tempted here, especially Leicester's defense. They just look so leaky. Really, really tempted here. Oli Watkins, 7.4. Um, yeah, like I said already, I think Watkins is ahead of Antonio for that reason. But still, I think Watkins, man, 7.4. He's just doing the business. Two goals in three games, three goals in the last five games. So I think he, I think he's on it. I really do. Um, but again, <sighs> Watkins, man, just always an amazing player. Next game of the game week, Everton won Liverpool four. Damari Gray back in the side, back scoring. I think he had a small, a slight injury and so there was a risk he wouldn't play, but he came on and scored the assist from Richarlison. So he's also back from suspension, back in the points as well. On the Liverpool side, Salah with a brace. I mean, this is why people just leave their captaincy on Salah. This man has no blanks since game week two, ladies and gentlemen. I... <sighs> So on FPL terms, he's already at 13 goals and nine assists, FPL terms. So he's three assists away from matching his best assist tally in FPL already. We're not even halfway through the season. He's already three assists away from an FPL perspective. Real life, of course, it, one assist doesn't count. So it's eight assists in real life. I, man, I don't know what else to say about Salah, especially from an FPL asset. 13.0, it's just Salah, man. Henderson with a goal and assist and Jota as well with a goal um, to wrap things up. Assist side, Robertson with two assists um, in addition to Henderson's other assists. So Henderson, um, sorry, not Henderson, Robertson has come in, assisted three in the last two games, outscored Alexander-Arnold in that time. But I know Alexander-Arnold will come back with a vengeance. Liverpool's fixtures, Wolves, Aston Villa, Newcastle, Tottenham, Leeds, and Leicester across December. Man, and we know, of course, Salah is going away from for AFCON, so that will be a problem to discover later on. The Thursday games, Spurs 2, Brentford 0. So, um, goal from Hyung Min Son and the assist from Regulon. Uh, Brentford side, the own goal from Sergi Canos. Unfortunate there, but he had the assist. So, he had the own goal. Um, so that put Regulon at 12 points, 12 points, clean sheets, an assist, and three bonus points. So Regulon, I have him 5.2. Very, very happy. He has now returned in the last three games. Of course, they had the blank against Burnley, which has been postponed for a double game week. So I'm going to keep holding Regulon for the next couple of games. They've got Norwich, Brighton, Leicester, Liverpool, Crystal Palace, and Southampton over the December schedule. So really only Liverpool is the only game I could potentially rest Regulon. Everywhere else, I'm just going to start him. Now Kane is looking sketchy since Son is the only one interested in scoring. But I just feel like it would be terrible to lose points to sell Kane when he's about to play Norwich. I know Norwich have become significantly better, but still it's Norwich against Kane. It just seems so disrespectful. So I know this will come back to bite me when when, when Ronaldo does the needful next week against Crystal Palace. All right, Manchester United 3, Arsenal 2. Two goals from Ronaldo, uh, a brace again. Um, Bruno Fernandes back among the points. He hadn't scored since game week four. So finally, he has removed his drought. 
and back scoring. Emil Smith-Rowe with a bizarre goal, if you saw it, of course, but still a goal nonetheless. Uh, Martin Odegaard with a goal as well. Assist side, Fred with two assists, won the penalty. And of course, the other one that was the assist from, actually both of them were assists from Sancho. So I have no points for that, but still, it still hurts. The other assist from Manchester United was from Rashford. So Rashford with the other assist. Assist from Arsenal, Elneny and Martinelli, who was Arsenal's man of the match in my opinion, but it is what it is. Save side. Just want to quickly highlight, Ramsdale with seven saves. This man is getting a lot of saves. Arsenal play Everton, Southampton, West Ham, Leeds and Norwich in December. Wolves is the last team, but still a favourable fixture. I think only West Ham is the only top three or top, sorry, top four team because West Ham is fourth now in the league. Only top four team across December that they face. So Arsenal should pick up points here especially in December. So that's part of why I brought in Nuno Tavares for Rich James, who was injured. Uh, I think he has stolen his spot. Priced at 4.3, Nuno Tavares. Doesn't really always look assured, but he seems to be keeping out Tierney. So I'll ride that wave as long as it goes going into January when my wildcard is available again, if I need to change him. So that's kind of the mindset I'm going in. On the United side, already said I have Sancho. So now I'm looking at Ronaldo as well to match. If... I switch out Kane for Ronaldo, potentially thinking about switching out Sancho into Son so that, that way I have coverage of Spurs either way. Um, as I already said, I don't think it makes sense to lose four points switching from Kane to Ronaldo, considering the fixtures. But if you look at United's set of fixtures, Crystal Palace, Norwich, Brentford, Brighton, Newcastle, Burnley across December, I think United just smash up everybody, uh, especially with the new manager in charge. And Carrick being unbeaten, I think they just turn it around and smash up everybody. Not a very good squad, but still, it is what it is. I think, again, that's just my opinion on what I've seen based on the fixtures. They've already beaten Arsenal. I think they can do that to everybody else. That, ladies and gentlemen, was game week 14. We look further to game week 15. That starts on the Saturday. Bright and early, the West Ham-Chelsea game. I'll catch you in the preview episode. Goodbye.